everyone, welcome to another episode of Out of Character with Jupiter and Cotton. Hello, Cotton. Hello. So, let's get into it. What are we talking about? What are we talking about in this one? We're talking about RPG horror stories. So, I know all about Call of Cthulhu. I thought this might be more appropriate for Halloween, but I went and got all the horror RPG information I could. I'm ready. Okay. Ready to and go. Do you have do you have personal horror stories as well? Oh, it's about horror stories. Fuck. I wasn't prepared for that. No, no. no. Like, do you <laughs> have an RPG horror story that you've lived through as opposed to just... I have had... Others? I have read some online, and I will talk about those. But what I have learned is from my research online that I am a, a lucky person, because most of my my horror stories are pretty banal compared to how weird the world is out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Most of... So, I was in college, and, uh, like... <sighs> kind of first time playing D&D and it was one of those things where every single rule is 3.5 3, 3. or 3 no it's just 3 this is 3rd edition D&D is not out yet y'all and everything this GM who was new and we are all new kept going to the book like repeatedly for everything so everything would devolve into this like legalistic like let's delve through the book and find out the hyper precise answer for every single plus one, minus one. And it was just horrible. I think I fell asleep at some point. Like, just from waiting forever. Oh, okay. See, that? Th- those are, I've had that happen. I've had that happen yeah. a couple of times. The, the super long, boring thing. I've had the cringy moment where I was a GM for, like, the very first time ever. And this is many moons ago. And it was me, it's my friend, his girlfriend, and now wife. And I think I had, like, an evil person call her a bitch in-game, and she, like, visibly blanched because it was me. And I was oh. like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. And she, like, she never played a fucking game. I don't know if that's why. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it was just time conflicts. But, like, that that was, like, mm. the cringiest, like, not edgelord, but, like, I was kind of going for something, and it and I, it did not work. <laughs> so, that was a whoopsie doop. That was a fuck mm-hmm. up. We're friends now. And I hope it's long forgotten. It's one of those many insecurities that sort of like bang around the back of my head where I could have done that better. <sighs> oh, I had a recent one. Oh. I'm on this uh, West Marches type server. Mm-hmm. And like the first two games went really great. I have a great time. These little one shots. You got a throwaway night. You can play something cool. And I sign up. Okay. And I'm like Dirt Boy Paladin, right? Everyone loves a Derpy Paladin. And I, and I joined this group and it's like we have to go rescue this person from a brothel and i was kind of under leveled like they were like we wanted to be this level to this level and i was in the bottom of that range and everybody else who got in was at the top of the range and i was thinking okay this is going to be more of an rp type of deal where raw power doesn't really matter so much it's going to be more of an rp deal when we go to this brothel which is weird it's like a demon run weird ass sex brothel one of the characters is a person who is I would say non-binary as a person, and their character was like a vampire or dampier, like like non-binary but like sexual dom. Like it was very kinky, and it was very much you needed to know how kinky that I am. Like it was it was that it was like here are all the kinks that I'm into in a real way, like in describing the character, and everything that anyone said would be like you know I'd like to tie you up there. Like we get we get it. You're into weird shit, buddy. Like you're into weird shit. I appreciate that you're into weird shit, but you're being into weird shit in a very aggressive way and like no one's calling them out you know and uh, we go there and i made a throwaway joke of well luckily as i go to this brothel i'm a paladin and therefore immune to disease i thought it was funny this person looked at me and half in character half out said 
Don't ever make a joke like that again. Uh, all right. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was that bad of a joke. I thought, like, after all the vaguely saucy shit you've been dropping, you, could, <laughs> you had a robust sense of humor. Wrong. We go inside, and the issue is that there is this weird alien dude who has his... He's part of some weird hive mind cult. Okay, it's him and his sister. They're in this weird... Weird-ass alien bug infestation cult. Okay. And they killed their, like, leader for some reason. Like, they were going to get sacrificed. So they killed their leader in the woods, and they've escaped to the safe harbor of a weird demon brothel, as one does. And there's this weird crystal in the corner, and it's just there, ominously crystalline. And, like, like they brought it with them or some shit. And we're like, what happened? Evil cult. And the, the other players know all the backstory of this evil cult. Like, if this guy's been running this game, even though it's a one-off type of server, he's, like, halfway got up a, a campaign or a, a, a series of missions that go together, telling a, sort of a shared story. So he, the, the GM starts mentioning NPCs, and they're like, oh, wow, this NPC's here. This is some serious shit. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people are or the context or why I'm supposed to care, but sure. Uh, and then it's like they don't want to go and just leave, because that was my idea. Like, okay, you left the cult, come back to this cool free city, and you can get a job selling Slurpees or some shit. And it was like, there was like a pause for that. I think that was too easy of an option. <laughs> so, like, the GM just had, like, in my, it felt clear to me it was not going to let that happen. Somewhere in their argument devolves, and through the crystal, uh, they're going to, like, start summoning swarms of baddies. that, out, that and And they're like, the players know that when you kill one of these things, they do like 40 or 50 AOE damage. So they just tell me to leave the room. Because I'll just get marked immediately once one of these things goes down. Well, that was nice. So that's fun. So I just leave that room in the brothel and chill out for a good 45 minutes while they have a, a knockdown drag out fight that, mm -hmm. based on the dice, would have very much killed me just being there. So that was, that was super fun. Uh... Yeah, and it was it was just the the whole thing was was a combination of like this person is being weirdly forward with the shit that they're into, hyper easily offended, you know, like mm -hmm. like people say stuff like my character, you know, is like she has a wife. How do you feel about that? I'm like fucking like there's no Judeo Christianity in this fucking D and D world, so my character doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but you're like really angry at my paladin for it, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I was selected for the game because I have a paladin who's all based on like law and order and following the rules and everything they had done was like guilty as shit. Like there was a it was a weird ass demon brothel where I think there was some weird criminally bullshit happening on the side. These people had murdered their cult leader that they had willingly joined beforehand. So, you know, hmm. sorry it went south. It was just it, it was it was a complete shit show of boringness. And, like, I don't know, a, a, a weird vibe that was not positive. That was my weird gaming experience recently. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so, yeah. I don't I don't have any, like, I, I've had some, like, uncomfortable moments in games. But I've never had a, a horror story. Like, well, what, what was an, an, an uncomfortable mean, you know, moment? Just uncomfortable moments where, you know... One player, another player just insists on referring to you as a baby. No. What? 
You know, that was just, he called everybody baby. Well, I didn't want him to call me or my character baby. So I just said, in character, I, I, did, I handled it in characters. Do it again. I kill you. I'm not going to really kill him, obviously. In the game, you know, even even just PC to PC, I'm not going to do that. The GM won't let me do that. But I wanted to let him know I don't like that. And so I got him to, to quit. You know, but like, it was just an uncomfortable moment. It wasn't a, a horror. To me, a horror story is like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, I think it's just has we don't. trapped here and I'm stuck in this horrible game or somebody's, like you said, airing out their kinks and fetishes and you're just trapped there, stuck listening to it all. And uh. it, it is so interesting how it draws that out in people and how other Why, people. Though? Like, why does that, like, I, I'm just like, what is the the psychology behind that? Read them. You, and it's not real. <laughs> it's, mean... it's, it's plausibly deniable. It is, uh, I, but here's the, here's the lightest version of it. I had a friend, I had a roommate in college. He was a friend of mine, and he was gay. Presumably still mm -hmm. is, but he was then, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were playing, and he was very much in the closet. But, like, we had kind of, like, sussed it out. And but we weren't gonna push the issue. Cool. So we decided to sit down and play the uh, the best board game of all time, the game of life, uh, or at least that's what we thought it was at the time. We didn't have access to Settlers of Catan and like cooler shit. So if you remember the game, you have your little minivan, and you over time stack it with like you, your little character, and you can get a wife and kids throughout the course of the game. And he had two little blue tokens in the front of the van, so it was like he and husband, but it was in the closet. Kinda. And so we're all like, that makes sense from a perspective that we're not allowed to acknowledge. But it was plausibly deniable. It was plausibly deniable. In this particular world, random blue peg man is married to other blue peg man. It's not Brad. That's fine. He's You don't know what's going on with Brad. This, this is blue peg man. So when you go into the game, you can be like, weird as fuck. And it's just my character's weird as fuck. And you're kind of like testing the, you know, you're kind of like testing the area, I think. So you think some people find an RPG gaming session as a safe place to experiment with their authentic self? Uh, yes, very much so. I very much believe wow. this. Because I can tell you right now, it isn't. It is, it is not a safe place <laughs> to experiment with bringing your authentic self anywhere. <laughs> I don't think. Also, the game of life. I think it's one of those games that maybe back in the day was okay, but now I don't think it flies. Just, just as a game, you think it's mechanically and structurally well, bad? I'm not, I think it is too. You, it gives you a choice of going to college or not going to college, right? But it doesn't give you a choice on getting married. You are forced to get married, and you are forced <laughs> to buy a house. You aren't forced to have kids, but if you are unlucky, you can land on every damn kid spot there is on that board. I think that's deeply progressive that it tells you how shitty kids are. That like this <laughs> is like, oh fuck, it's another kid, no boat for me. And like that, maybe that's why I'm child free. I played a lot of life and I was like, fuck, I'm trying to bring up at this shitty manner. I want to go to the cool thing. Fucking you know? kids suck up everything. Yes, they do. They're expensive little things. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's one of those games that as we progress through time, people are gonna look at it and go, Why do I have to get married? Like you don't have to get married, it's just the game. But I don't want, you know, I could just see these things happening as we go. But that, I digress. RPG horror stories. They, they, I do, I do think people, you're saying it's wrong. It doesn't actually matter. I don't mm -hmm. think it matters that people believe it is, or they just, mm -hmm. 
even if you were to ask them, if you were to like straight up ask someone, it's very clear that you're into weird shit based upon these things that you're telling me. Do you think this is a safe place to do that? They'd probably like acknowledge. I, th- I think that the th- I think that they think they're too cool for school, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a soft way of 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 displaying the inner self that's still somewhat plausibly deniable. And if your friends are cool, you can like go, you know, embrace the thing I'm about. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but then like I'll give an example of some stuff. So this is the deep research that I did. Mm-hmm. This request caught me off guard. You meet all types searching for D&D players online. So this person is representing that this is their conversation. Private Discord stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Message from player. Are you okay with NSFW? For my hello boomerarians, that means not safe for work. Response. It depends on the context. The other person. Like, my character is always nude, but he keeps a dog costume on hand. Let me Ooh. just stop you right there. That right there is what we call a red flag. Yeah, like why? Like, like fuck no. Fuck no. Like, do you <laughs> think that was remote? Like, where do you think this is gonna go? Do you think anyone on the fucking planet is gonna be like, I mean, I'm open to the possibilities. Tell me more. What kind of dog <laughs> is it? Is it a fucking you know like Rhodesian Ridgeback? What are we talking? I you mean, know? if we're talking Dalmatian, let's go ahead and move forward with this great idea. No. It's Funny not a good you should idea. say that, because the doll costume is two pairs of socks, which are black and white with spots like a Dalmatian, yes! which, go, <laughs> which go on his ears, and hands, uh, gloves, which are also uh, Dalmatian, which go on his feet, a Dalmatian dog tail butt plug, everybody, because you know they exist, no! a red latex dog collar with a giant bone underneath with his name, Joshua Smith, etched into it. He would basically be naked, except for wearing the things I mentioned in the previous sentence. Wow. Response. Yeah, I can't say that'd be allowed in this game specifically, especially for what I'm considering doing as the premise. Response, which is question mark, as in like, what's the what's the premise? Why why would this not fit in the premise? Because it's not a fucking furry role play. Like explain. <laughs> and and please let me do this. Are you free to do a one-on-one campaign with oh. me? Make it completely not safe for work. I feel at this point you're almost asking this person out, but like in a fucked up way. And like that and like that really advanced kind of way of like, hey, you're in the like, oh. I'm in the weird fucking shit. Are you like here's my dick pic. Is this the thing you're into? Yeah, cool, let's go. If you not, think fuck it. Was testing the waters to see if they would be open to such things. I think this wow. is the RPG dick pic where you're gonna find out real quick <laughs> if someone's into this shit or not. Because for every no one ever says, you know, like yeah, I fucking love dick pics. Send them all to me. I'm ready. Like it's gotta work occasionally. Like no one's gonna admit to it. But I have to imagine that the prevalence that it's done that that's what this is, right? This is the cards on the table. I'm fucking weird. Do you into weird shit too? Now is that is that okay? No, it's fucked up. But that's what people were doing. So as a GM, if you were asked this by somebody, would you would you just say no, nah, no, nah, that's a no, or would you go, you know what, let's give it a shot, see what happens, and then like it's indecency in the setting, whatever. You have the the guard, city guard, whatever, come get, or you know your AC's a ten, everything's gonna hit you. You don't you don't get armor because you're wearing just socks and gloves. Wow, I like I like how yeah, there's no armor for the old no, the that's old not you can do there. it, but there's no armor. You have zero armor. Everything is going. You can do it though. I'm not saying no. I'm saying it's a bad idea. I, I'm saying the only lie. way I would not immediately never talk to this person again. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of a context by which that wouldn't. I, I, if they're let's say they're my close friend, 
Like they're mm-hmm. an actual close friend. I would say I'm not gonna fucking do this, but like mm-hmm. talk to me. Like if this is your if <laughs> if if this is your hey hey Cotton, I'm a big old furry, and yeah. I just really like I see people in fursuits going to conventions, and I'm like fuck, I want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about it, and I'll listen to your shit. Like that's cool. You know, fucking live free. You know, go. <laughs> I would. I would if they were my close friend. I'd be like, you can tell me your shit, but I'm not gonna fucking do this. Like I'm not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so hmm. for what it's worth, yeah. I appreciate that that you feel so comfortable around me that you could divulge <laughs> more or less. Than, what would you do? I, I I honestly I think I would say you you can, but know that if you walk around wearing literally what you just described things can happen to you npcs might not take kindly i don't know you never know where you're going to walk around who you're going to run into not to mention you have a lack of armor and that will also hurt you so i think it would kind of showing the in-game consequences of doing that like this may be your kink and you might want to do some erp right now but that's not what i'm doing and i'm going to prove that by having everything try to kill you because you did this. So to your kind response. Of like, it's the bip on the nose with the newspaper. It's a bad thing. <laughs> I do not think that analogy will get where you're trying to get to. <laughs> I'm going to give you a bip on the nose. Like, <laughs> and they're well, like, finally, somebody yeah, gets it. Yes. I, you, so you get it. No, fuck. I, I did not get it. <laughs> so you're saying you actually run the game. But you would also do so in a mechanically punishing way as a... Not punishing. I would just say, I don't know what's going to happen. So if you roll up into a city, I'm going to make a roll to see how people like how you're dressed. And if I roll badly, they may not like you very much. I'm not saying I will just punish. I'm saying I will let the dice tell that story. And if it rolls badly, it could go badly for you. I get... when you say let the dice tell the story, like, I always hear these stories and, like, not the RPG horror stories. They'll, they'll say stuff like, you know, and then Strahd and the other character got married and uh-huh. lived happily ever. That's what the dice told. I'm like, motherfucker, that's not what the dice told. That's some shit you made up. <laughs> like, at some point, this person's like, hey, is there, like, a local, like, furry convention with other people with furry, like, butt plugs? You, and if you say anything other than no, you are now in the ERP that you've chosen to be in. Right? Like, you yeah. you do the thing. Apparently, I sound like a mob boss when I word it like that. Things could so, go bad for you. Things could go bad for you. <laughs> you, know? you know? I think that's a nice, respectful way of saying things could go bad for you. But also as a group, like maybe as they're trying to do something, maybe nobody wants to help them. Well, then the rest of the group is going to have to look at him and go, look, I need you to put some clothes on. We're not going to get anywhere with this. Uh, you know, I think it's an in-game. We can figure it out, but... If it's just this drive of I need to see who's into this kink, then it is a conversation of, look, we're not exploring your kink in the game. And we're not definitely not doing a one-on-one exploration because I don't need to know. This goes back to our pay GM episode. <laughs> Yo, I mean, you pay me is. enough. <laughs> you pay <Okay>. me enough. <laughs> yes, everyone. There were you... the six guns, as I said. You pay me enough. There you go. 
that's that's what the future is. It's not. It's a, what do you guys want? You want to be like halflings and like an adventure to save the kingdom? Like, no, man. I'm a. I'm this guy in like a, in a Dalmatian costume, and and it's like weird, like you're thinking. Cool. I, I would tell you, Frank, for money, I wouldn't harsh the thing. I just think it's weird to come out with your with your kink in such a weirdly obvious but also not yes. open way. Yeah. You know. Like I said, why, though, in RPGs do people do, like, I've never, ever wanted to explore a kink of mine in a game. I've never built a character and said, you know what? I'm going to put a little of old jupe in this one. They're going to like it. No, I've never done that. <laughs> like, I just don't. Like, I know in my brain that is not the correct forum to explore such things. But other people think, oh, RPG game at my local game store. Hey, finally, I can pull out that character that's dressed as the Dalmatian and play it. Because obviously, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand why people think this is the okay arena to do it. I don't get it. But RPG Horror Stories on Reddit, I think some of those... I don't I believe the validity. Prompt. Yeah, I think it's a writing prompt for some of these. And for others, I just sit here and go, well, they start out, am I the asshole? And I read it and I go, yes. Yes, you are the asshole. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> do, I, do I answer that in my comments now? Like, yes, you are the asshole. You are the problem. I have a weird opposite where most of mine are people who are way too tolerant, you know? And like, then this guy, you know... <laughs> barked at me and then like took a shit on my floor until it was because of the role play. Am I the asshole? Like, no, you're you're weirdly tolerant of you're weirdly tolerant. <laughs> things. You are the asshole because you let it go too far. <laughs> you know, I don't mean to keep coming back to this, but uh, it's just that's just what I read. Uh, yeah. But that's not that's not all, that is not all of the horror stories. More most oh. are not that whatever adjective that is. Okay, mm-hmm. so most are not. There are things like, I read one where this person, and I've seen something, something similar to this. Similar, that person was playing Vampire the Masquerade. You know, that game that y'all play on the Wednesdays. And their character pissed somebody off, got into a fight at like a gala, and therefore that's really bad, and you lose face. But like a one character or an NPC says it's fine, and then they come back in, and in the next game session, one of the other players hired an NPC to take this new player out, session two for this player in an established game, and he is sniper shot to the dome, dead. And he was, it felt like a real letter because this person was like, I get why this happened. But still, like I'm new to the game and it's, I'm instantaneously murked in session two as the new player. And I'm thinking personally, this is horseshit. Like you just can't, like I don't even care if you sell it to me. Like you don't take a new player who doesn't have the trust of this table yet. Because there's there's certain yeah. things you can do that you can't do if you know and trust your GM or you know and trust your players. Mm-hmm. And this person's at session two, so they're the new guy. And the first thing that happens to the new guy should not be, in my opinion, sniper shot to the head, storyline justified, though it may be. So it's it's the VTM, right? I So I looked at that, and I, I was like, you know... I understand what happened. Like they, they, it was declared as a masquerade breach, right? Okay. But out of game, that GM told that player, don't worry about it. You're going to be able to, you know, make your, your, your plea to the prince. Don't worry about it. They, like the GM made him feel this, made this player feel like they were 
safe. Like, don't worry about it. You're not going to die. But then if you, when I went on to read it, it was one of the other players at the beginning of the session, another player had a sniper ready to go and shot the noob player for the masquerade breach, just had a sniper kill them. Now, if this happened, which is, again, I'm with you. I'm like, eh, I don't know if that really happened. If this happened, number one, why did the GM let it happen? Like, I don't, I don't understand. And number two, at what point did that player decide I'm going to do this? Then doesn't discuss it with the table, or you know, because I don't see anything that says that they discussed it. I mean, obviously, they discussed it with the GM, and they got it done. But to me, it's like, where's where was the GM in this? And why did the GM say, don't worry about it? You're going to be able to plead your case, but then let another player hire a sniper to kill the noob. Like, it didn't it didn't make sense continuity-wise. Therefore, I'm like, I don't know if that really happened. I thought it happened, and I think – I was also asking the same question to continuity. What I think is the most plausible and the most – I don't say justifiable, but the, the, the least pissing me off at this is the player shows up. And the player has been told by the GM, hey, look, the NPCs you piss off, they can be mollified. We can work this out. This is not the end of the world, okay? And they show up at session two, and the other player comes out of left field with, oh, yeah, um, based on his actions, the character's actions, I'm hiring an assassin. And I think the GM made, like, this just didn't have the time to reflect and maybe if, even if they had had that time, would have made a bad call. But I think in the if you if we give them all the benefits of the doubt, they get hit with this question, and they just make that call like, oh, okay, well, I guess you hire an assassin, and here here are some stats that would make some sense for the kind of person that you would hire, and uh, they they roll some dice, and fuck, this character's dead, and it's, I, I think maybe could have gotten away from that GM a little bit. I still think that's fucked up. I still don't think you do it. I still well, think that you look at your player who you played with before and give mm-hmm. them the side eye. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. The GM was was it should not have let it happen. They should there should have been a discussion. But I do like that the person that posted it is this normal behavior in VTM. Yes, yes, it is. A lot of VTM games are, go wonky and take a lot of sudden left turns and go crazy. And even in our VTM game. I'm ready to kill one of the other players. You just want to kill. You just want to kill the other player. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is. But it and just, that it game up. just brings. And I'm, and I'm not even in that brings game. I'm, I'm like, it's, I'm glad mm-hmm. it's not just me. Like no. It. <laughs> no, it brings it up. Like I don't, I don't know what it is, but man, it's, it's just, yeah. No, we're. It, it, it is. I think it is something that happens in VTM games. So yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of PvP. Well, then maybe that's what it is, because I mean, that's, I, I don't play VTM. I've never played it. I think mm-hmm. I played it once for like one session, and it was not a normal vampire thing. But um, yeah, that that seems fucked up to me. That, like if I if I set it to play and it was like, and you're dead, mm-hmm. like I'd be I'd be pretty salty. Like what the fuck am I here to do? Like I don't see what you do. Like imagine if this is real life. Okay, you took your you know this is your Saturday and you show up to play for a four or five hour session. And mm-hmm. you're dead in the first half an hour. What the fuck do you do? You go chill out in the hallway for four hours. You just go back home. I'd be pissed. Thing did was it roll up a new character? Maybe they said roll up a new character. Who knows? Maybe that's what he had to do. I don't know. Or you know, maybe it was just a stake, and he's in torpor, and he can come back. Who knows? We don't really know. He's not telling him that. That post didn't tell us all the story. Also, 
again, when you read these, you are reading somebody's perception of what happened. And of course, they will be the one they're looking for the most sympathy as they write it. Of course. So you have to take everything that's said with a a bit of a, a, a grain of salt there. Like, eh, maybe you glossed over really all the things you did that incited it. Who knows? So I don't know. I did see one and it was an Am I the Asshole? And it was from a GM and I read it and I was just like, this isn't a horror story. This is just you being petulant. Ah, the petulant GM. Oh, I know. I was like, you're, you're. he canceled, canceled the game after a player sleeps in. He w- he start- I wanted to do something special for my players, so I told them I'll be doing a one-shot. Uh, the day of the game, they made their sheets uh, wrong, forgetting to put them at level 5. Some didn't even make theirs. All right, we'll play it tomorrow then. So it's tomorrow, and a player slept in. Overslept, missed it. He sees it as a huge lack of respect, because he's dealing with high heat. I guess he's probably over in England, where they're suffering from very high heat right now. Uh, and rather than stay in bed and sleep it off, I decided to power through to have something enjoyable for everyone. And instead, I just get that. So he's not doing this one shot anymore. There's a lack of respect from the, the table that they should be there on time. He's no longer DMing for them. I'm like, yes, you're the asshole. I don't think your players did anything wrong. I mean, if somebody accidentally sleeps in during a heat wave, <laughs> they sleep in and miss it. I think I could forgive that. There's extenuating circumstances. Something happened. You don't know. Now, if they're habitually doing that throughout every session, yes, then it's a respect issue. But I think a one-time thing, I think this GM just flew off the handle. Number one. Number two, I wanted to do something special for my players. It's like, well, did they ask you to run this one shot? Did they ask you to do something different? Did they ask, like... Because it sounds like you just had it in your head. You had a one-shot idea. You wanted to run it. And then they weren't excited, just as excited as the GM was. So he got pissy about it. This is one where I would like to have more information. Oh, yeah. And I – because you have to read the room. If he Mm -hmm. goes in there, he's like, I have an idea for a one-shot. I want to do something cool for you guys. And everyone was like, oh, wow, that's fucking awesome. And you've read the room that they want to do the thing, and then they pull that horse shit. I'd be mad. Uh, you oversleep, I'm mad. Like, I was late for our last session. I felt terrible. Because yeah, that's how I should feel. Say, but I didn't sit here and go, you know what? Cotton's utter lack of respect for me as a GM, that's it. I'm done. I'm not going to flip the table and walk away because you were late by 15, 20 minutes. That's not, that's just not how you conduct yourself. If you were habitually late, believe me, I'd be talking to you on the side going, what is your problem? Oh, I I know that you do not (laughs) suffer the fools lightly. I'm I'm aware. (laughs) We we had one of our players for our, like, uh, like, run the mill game that we were running. And Dean was, like, 32 minutes late. And you were like, I called it at 31. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I'm not terrified and respect this person so much. Like, and it was like, you weren't even mad about it. It was the most, like, ice-cold shit ever. <laughs> God. Uh, but uh, I think I think this, this GM, I think, is just kind of blew it out of proportion. I think you're right. I think it was um, more yeah. about them, and he wanted to do this thing, but he put this whole post under the guise of, I was being a good GM and was going to do something nice for my players. No, 
you were being a selfish GM. You wanted to run something, and you were using your table to do it. Maybe they were excited, but he is a – again, I don't have the facts on that, but I'll say he did blow it way out of proportion. Yeah. And I have – and I'm even sympathetic to his position because that's kind of why I just, like, deep six two people from my game. Like, I had oh. a – I only play once a month. Mm-hmm. So, shut the fuck up. It's kind of my vibe. And, and I had a bunch of people in that original game that ha- that were adults with, like, children and responsibilities and organizations and things they had to be there for. They had jobs and shit and kids, and they had – uh, spouses, they had shit to do. They had a life. Yeah, and so it was hard to come up with a day that we could all be somewhere. And so, I and, and I didn't want to play without everybody there. So when we missed, it really put the game back. You know, we're talking two to six weeks between games, right? But when we had a date, I was I was not thrilled when someone told me a week or two before that a week that we had agreed upon could not work out. I wasn't, I understood. I wasn't upset in a, I wasn't upset at them. I was like, well, fuck. But it wasn't, this person sucked, right? But it had happened a couple times where they had booked something after the fact. And I get that that thing was important, but so am I, frankly, and so are the rest of our players. What really got me was, I was like, hey guys, we're playing this Saturday, right? And this was like on like Wednesday. It had been six weeks or something since we played. So I would have expected to hear yeah, right? Like, I don't want to be mm-hmm. fishing. And, was, and the guy was like, oh, well, I can't make it. Uh, I have a work thing. I'm like, fuck. Well, this person works in the same field as my wife. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah. He said that, that that's like he he runs this thing. He's the head of this thing. And that this has been planned for, you know, six months. It's a governmental <laughs> thing. So, like, it's going to, like, that was always going to be there. I've done that for <laughs> months. It's advertised wow. that people should show up and go do the thing that he's running. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so he didn't, like, get ambushed. It was, he just didn't look at his fucking calendar. Yeah. And the other guy, who who was his friend, and I love that guy, too, frankly. He's great, but I really couldn't get that guy without the other guy who kind of fucked me on that thing. Um, he, <laughs> he was like, oh, I broke my leg or something, and I'm in the hospital. And, uh, but it wasn't fresh. Like, the, the guy could have sent me an email. Like, the guy could have been like, he was, it was like two weeks ago I sprained my leg or something. It wasn't like he got sp- grievously injured but he had a boot he had a boot on and it was causing issues where he could not travel as far as he had to to come play our game yeah i totally get it but those things happened before wednesday so like i had my weekend planned and the weekends of other people planned and nobody could like shoot me a text that really pissed me off and it, because it, it things that like it had been a couple times where i reached out and it was no i can't make it and i don't like it when i'm reaching out to you and you're telling me you can't make it i want you to tell me yeah. No, I mean, that's just yeah. the adult thing to do. I, I can understand that. Look, I shouldn't have to ask you. I should be telling me. So you kick them out? I didn't even kick them out. I just fucking, like, never talked to them again. Did, okay. So you're <laughs> still like, running the game. Yeah. And uh, the game, the yeah. Game, you got a good group. Okay. All right. And huh. I, I, I picked up one of the players who had to drop. I got him back. He's coming mm-hmm. to his first session. Uh, One of the original players dropped out, and they, they've moved away. But like of, of the original players, I have one, and she's great, and she's in there, and so it's yeah, her, my your mom, mom, and then yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, is it your mom? Is your mom your best? Player? No, she was. She was not in the original game. Ah, no. I mean, I get it. I, I but also we've we've discussed before that the the number one excuse or you know games fall apart at scheduling. It's it's the scheduling issue, and 
And because I think people don't want to just say, oh, I don't want to play the game anymore. Or I don't like it. They say, oh, it's a scheduling issue. Or they do this hoping you'll just kick them out because they don't want to be the bad guy. And that I, I don't think that there, I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. it was it, it was it was one of those things where, frankly, I was also kind of getting tired of that guy. Wow. Like it, it made the decision a little easier, hmm. to be honest with you. Like I was, it was one of those moments, and we're kind of getting off the topic of horror stories, but well, hell, fuck it. That, there, there's there's a horror story. I, I, hmm. This guy's this guy's bullshit. We're playing our game, and he is the party leader because he's chosen to be. And the guy had a very direct way. Like he would go to a, a lackey, right? Like some goblin. And like he would capture a goblin or some lackey. He'd be like, "So what's the secret bad guy's? What's the bad guy's secret plan?" And like, okay, cool question. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I would, and I would sometimes like give it up to them, right? Like you know, there's a cabin in the woods, and you know, I know that that's where I was supposed to deliver this shipment of uh, of corpses that we stole from the cemetery. Like, okay, cool, exposition, let's go. But sometimes they wouldn't know. And it's not that I'm trying to stymie the players, it's just this individual in this moment does not have the answer you seek. Or doesn't have it to the extent that you want. And he would be like, okay, so where's their lair? I just know I'm supposed to bring it here. I don't know where the ultimate destination is, but where is it, though? Um, bruh, you already asked? Like out of game, are you like you asked him? He goes like, yeah, but but where did it go though? And every everything was like everything for money. Like I'll pay you a thousand gold to go in the swamp and do the thing. We want eight thousand gold. I'm like, okay, roll some dice. And he gets like a a fifteen on his persuasion. We can up it to three thousand, but that's as much as we can afford for this job. I want eight thousand gold. And I, and like I would give it to the guy because otherwise we don't get to play D and D today. Like, like he would do that kind of shit. He would just like latch on with this like bulldoggy way and not let shit go and just ask the same goddamn question sixteen different ways. But where are they? But then where would they go? Where do you think they would have headed from here then? Like this it's the same question, you're just rewording it. And I looked around my table and I saw like everyone like leaning on their fists, like like just like ha- like just in their sad face mode. You could like feel the exasperated size of six people as this person just kept hammering on the same tired, boring point repeatedly. And he tried to be the party face, but the man had about as much personality as cardboard. But I'll be honest with you, it just it it just wasn't there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. shitty saying that. And like my mom asked me because she had come to the game at this point that uh shortly before that that particular iteration ended. Why, why? Why is he the leader? It's like, why is there some reason? Like, because he just talks and you let him. Like, she was a bard in that game at one point. I think she came back as a sorcerer. All of her characters have high charisma. And I was like, you can just speak. Like, I don't want to be like putting my finger on the on the scale here and like telling my mom what to do. But like, you have the charisma on the sheet. You can just talk and say shit. Like, mm-hmm. nothing is stopping anyone from popping off. And. uh... But yeah, so like I, I was kind of getting tired of his. Like even his friend was like, <laughs> I think it, his face belied in exasperation. Huh? <sighs> God. So yeah, so I did. I dealt with it in the mature way by never talking to that person again and making a whole new group and not telling him. And that's a small town. That's what got back to him, which I heard of. Like I, I know that person A talked to B, who talked to him. Like that's a, a thing that I know. So it's awkward. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hmm. now I have a much better group. Doop. So. 
I think a lot of these horror stories, it is, I don't know, when, when you look at them, are they from other players or are they really from GMs that have issues with their players? I think a lot of them seem to be GMs posting these. Like, yeah, this is what I got. Yeah. If you're the GM, it's called game. I prefer GM because it's game master. Yeah. Which is like, like even the idea of dungeon master in its non weird, sexy kink way, which it clearly <laughs> fucking sounds like is uh, the dungeon is a part of a game. The game is the game. So what I mean is when I, when you're a dungeon master, you're the guy who designs the dungeon, right? When you're the game master, you run the game. And that seems to kind of imply more of a referee umpire role, which is there. It's, Every RPG horror story is only, like, got to horror story land by a GM not ending that shit. Unless the guy, like, sprinted mm -hmm. to weird them out the gate. Like, describe <laughs> your character. Dalmatian bug plug. Fuck, fuck, like, oh, fuck, fuck, I couldn't stop him. He got he got to weird before I could, like, yeah. shut the table down. But 99% yeah. of them are someone let this player do weird shit and either let them get away with it or did not explain something to someone who is acting in a proper way. And and then the only problems left are people who are salty and pissed off and then go into RPG horror stories, put it with a bunch of bullshit, and don't say anything mm -hmm. that could be like, hey, I, I I didn't think this was fair when I got domed in the head by that rifle round. And the, the GM may be thinking this player gets it, and he's fine with it because he's not saying anything except on the internet where it's anonymous. Then that's not the GM's fault. But yeah, I, I agree. Most of it is the GM's fault. They're, they let it go. I think, well, I mean, it's the GM's fault, but I think it's also the literal posts on Reddit are GMs posting about problems with their players because they don't know what to do. They don't know how to handle it. And, and you know, yeah, all right. Instead of DM with the weird sexual connotation, put, put Game Master instead. Yeah. But I think it's just... I don't know why a person, when they're in the big chair and they're running the game, that they're afraid to actually run the game. Like you're setting the boundaries. You're 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 the game master. So when somebody starts pushing on that boundary, wanting to do the weird stuff, you got to stop it right at the first try. Because if you just give in just a little bit, then they just keep trying to do more and more and more, and until all, next thing you know, you've got Dalmatian butt plug. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, the answer is sort of like, you know, the ne the Neville Chamberlain quote, you know, we will have peace in our time or whatever it is by appeasing <laughs> Hitler. Like that's people are weak They and they don't understand the threats that their jackass player is posing to the rest of the happy little mm -hmm. players. And before you know it, that asshole invades Belgium and now you got a <laughs> fucking problem online. Like, my GM let this guy invade half and He kept telling you, if you do this, I'm going to be very mad. And he just invaded a little bit of Belgium in, in the in the Anschluss. And mm. then he was like, well, okay, but you got to stop now. And then, like, the, the people are weak. They let, it, they let it ride. They're like, if I just let this one thing go. And, again, I mean, we talked about this, uh, our, our last episode, paid GMing. Like, you run the game. You, you're running. You have... There are more players than there are GMs. So why would you be worried at your table if you upset one of these players and you lost them? You can replace them. You can replace them or you don't even need them. If you got five, you can lose one. That's okay. Yeah, if it's them all, you got six, the game by you yourself. Heck, you, you got six, you can lose three. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. You're going to find more players. It's okay to upset these players. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I am very much a, plan, uh, a fan of this old line, the, the parenting line. 
and that was like I had three kids because I knew I would have to lose one to two of you. Where I have to like, like take yeah. one or two of you out. So that's yeah. how I feel. I have six players, and my ideal number was around five because f- four to five is like a really good D and D position number, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a really good sweet spot. Six is getting a little hairy. Three yeah. is a little bit too weak. Not enough uh, robustness there. Mm-hmm. Three can get a little streaky. But I have six. Do you know why? Because I can mm-hmm. go from six to five, mm-hmm. or, and we, or five to four, and the game still runs. Yeah, that's a, that's what I don't get. Like you don't need to, you don't need to appease these players. You need to try to work with them. But if you can't, you can just say bye. Yeah. It's all I, right. I, Nobody's gonna, you know, if 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 it if they're your friend and this blows up your friendship, well, guess what? You weren't really friends. You should be able to weather this. It's okay. Just you're not a good fit. I've I've had this. Uh, my ex-husband, I hated GMing for him. I hated it because he never did anything. Like he just barely even participated. He was frustrating to GM. I don't like. I didn't like GMing for him. So when he was like, "Hey, I don't want to play in the next game," I'm like, "Cool." I'm not gonna beg you. Like it's it it's hard. So him, I, him but, being your ex husband does it. <laughs> but I mean, like we still group. we still we didn't blow up the friend group over that. That was other things. But I'm just saying it's it's okay. Like if 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 there's a bad mix, you can just say, look, it just doesn't work. Okay, that's great. You know, we can still do other things. We don't have to be in a game together. It's okay. Or maybe you're better as two players as opposed to one of you in a position of authority maybe that dynamic doesn't work and that's fine so you know it's it's just recognizing that and being an adult i and what a lot of these horror stories it's just who's the adult here i need somebody to be the adult and just say look this isn't happening yeah i i think that that's what that and the opposite which is the petulant gm i have a taste of power i should abuse it i should abuse it immediately yes yes Yes, I am the sun there. god. Yeah. No, I understand. There are bad GMs. I get it. I understand. But as a player, again, if you aren't having fun, walk away from the table. If it's doing something weird, just get up and walk away. You can find another game. Believe me, you'll find it. You wouldn't be the least bit miffed if it was if one of your players was like, you know what, Jeep? It's just not working out. It's not you. It's me. And then, like a minute later, they were at somebody else's table on that same. Like you wouldn't feel like they. You get kind of dumped. I'd feel a little bit dumped. I'd feel a little bit. I like, would feel like, well, you know, it it sucks that I couldn't give them what they wanted, but I'm happy they found what they wanted and they're in a game. Uh, you are very secure in your own ability. You're like, no. <laughs> I mean, what I do is what I do. That's it. I mean, I can. I strive to always do better. I do. But if if what I offer isn't what the other person's looking for, I'm not going to waste my time or theirs. Move along. Find it somewhere else. God, self-confidence, y'all. Get it. (laughs) My stuff is good because it is. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. I just said what I offer is what I offer. I always try to do better, but this is it. If it ain't your cup of tea, move along. That's okay. I'm not going to cry in my bed tonight over it. I, yeah, I get the feeling that you you do not have an inner need to be liked that much. Not mm-hmm. not not for your like that that would affect me. I, I don't need, need people to be to like the me. center. Yeah, I don't <laughs> need to be the center of attention. And if you don't like me, that's okay. There are people I don't like too, so that's okay. I'm okay with it. It's cool. Cool. 
I, I have a great deal of respect for that. I can one day. I'm getting there. Okay, you'll get there. When you're old like me, you'll get there. <laughs> one day when I'm a real boy and I've grown up and <laughs> grown into these big boy pants, these big boy GM pants, right? Christ. Oh. So, uh, which this God, this goes into all, everything we've we've been talking about for like three years. Talk, be an adult, but it's hard. It's uh, please be an emotionally mature person. Like, just basically, it didn't, it, please didn't we say it all boiled down to don't be a dick. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. But meh, some people don't like to have tough conversations. Some people want to just. I think some people, especially on the RPG horror stories, uh, I think some people sit down at a table just to see what they can do just to see what kind of mayhem oh 100%. the chaotic neutral rogue is like yeah. the most common but like in real life that. like they're just that real life person that just likes to take a stick and poke people with it and so they get in this game and they maybe start off lulling you into a false sense of security and then slowly ramp up into this you have no idea how you ended up here kind of situation or they come right out of the gate with their weirdness you know hey i have a dalmatian costume i want to wear um it's just i think some people just do it on purpose just for the lulls and i think as a gm you really need to learn how to weed that out quickly and at least to to suss it out if you can before the game even starts by talking to them and getting an idea of who they are and how they play which is why yeah. a zero session is so, so important. And you need to learn as a GM how to ask those questions that will give you a window into how they play. And and that, that too, is a, a skill. Learning how to not interrogate, but still ask questions to figure out, well, what are they going to be like as a player? So, thank you, everyone. Talk to you all again next time. Thanks. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>